Thank you for joining On The Range Podcast. Wherever you are tuning in, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and hit those notification bells. Also, be sure to swing by kellydefense.com and Warhog. So we've had a few days of the disqualification hearing down in Georgia. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade have been on the stand, plus some friends, some former associates, a lot of fireworks. But I can tell you right now, it's been downright entertaining. People are glued to their televisions and their computer screens on this case. One quick reminder, be sure to swing by the websites, kellydefense.com and warhog.com, and check out our training calendars. Those slots fill up quickly. I will be in southwest Ohio for April 13th and 14th. Make sure you go check it out. On the Range. Welcome in to On the Range Podcast. Wherever you are, thank you for making us part of your day. Rick and I really appreciate you tuning in to the shows and giving us your most precious commodity, your time. Now, I know everybody wants to talk about Fanny, and I want to talk about her as well, but I want to talk about a few other things. If you haven't heard this, if you haven't heard about this case, you must have heard about the Trump interference with an election case down in Fulton County. As a matter of fact, Fulton County District Attorney Fanny Willis is responsible for the mugshot that everybody sees that Trump loves and uses as PR, the mugshot of President Trump being charged. She's responsible for that. She was bringing a racketeering case against the former president and 18 others. But this disqualification hearing is focused on Fannie Willis and Nathan Wade. So if you haven't heard the particulars, I'll just be brief, but I want to talk about a few things. So Fannie Willis, the district attorney, Fulton County, hires Nathan Wade to assist in this prosecution, pays him almost $700,000 over the past year. Now, it then comes to light that these two have had a relationship, and then it also has come to light that Mr. Wade may have lied about when the relationship started. Because here's the focus. We can cut out all the he said, she said, his divorce, having relationships outside of a marriage, all that stuff. The only thing that matters here is if Fannie Willis in any way is profiting, either directly or indirectly, collaterally profiting by the money that she is paying to this prosecutor, Nathan Wade, and they're having a personal relationship that there may be a conflict there and may be grounds for disqualification. Even if there is a understanding that there could be a conflict, then we got a problem. So a couple people before Nathan Wade and District Attorney Willis hit the stand, both of them being personal friends. One individual, a young man, was a business partner with Nathan Wade but they were also friends, and he didn't represent Nathan Wade in his divorce from his previous wife. They were friends before this. 
So the information that he would have had up to that point where he was representing Mr. Wade in his divorce hearings, that's not privileged. There was some scuttlebutt between this attorney and the judge. However, there's some information that states that he had a relationship with her prior to him being hired to prosecute Donald Trump in the Georgia versus Donald Trump case. However, Mr. Wade indicates that that never happened until after he was hired. Or there's another problem with that. Miss Willis had a former employee and friend who not only indicates that she has personal knowledge and witnessed affection between the two way before he was hired to help with this case. In addition, she also owns a condo that she sublet to Miss Willis and that Mr. Wade had visited that condo as well prior to him being hired. So there's all kinds of things going on. Now, Mr. Wade took the stand before District Attorney Willis. He took the stand first. Now, I got to tell you, he came off as likable. He was very professional. Didn't believe a word he said. That's just my opinion. He's indicating that all the trips they took, apparently they took five to six, even seven major trips, both internationally and around the country, that cost thousands and thousands of dollars. Remember, she's paying him almost three quarters of a million dollars to be the assistant prosecutor in this case. And he's never had experience in a RICO case. So there's some question there. He's never had experience in that type of a case, but yet he is the head hire that she did for this special counsel and paid him almost three quarters of a million dollars. And now they're going on these all these expensive trips. He indicates that they're splitting it. Of course, there's no receipts. It's all in cash. So I really don't, I'm not buying the testimony, but he was professional and came off actually fairly likable. I just think he's not telling the truth. He's not being completely honest. Now let's move on to Miss Willis. Now this is where all the fire started. To start off, once Mr. Wade ended his testimony, she just shows up. They didn't call her to come to the stand. They didn't call her to come to the to the courtroom, she just shows up. Everybody's like, well, we didn't call you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the stand now, she says. So she, she takes the stand and begins to be adversarial, completely unprofessional, and it's really something to watch, very entertaining. She even says, before, right after she sits down, they said, hey, well, you know, who told you to come here? No, I ran down here because I'm curious and I'm interested in having this conversation with you. Let me say something to you, Miss District Attorney, Fanny Willis, this isn't a conversation. This is you giving us your testimony according to our questions. You're not in charge of anything right here, Miss Willis. That's not how she saw it. It was some fireworks. She was flailing her arms around. She was throwing papers around. She even said, I'm not on trial here. Mr. Trump and that attorney team, their clients are on trial. It was crazy. It was crazy. Absolutely 100% unprofessional. Any one of us would have acted any way close to that. They were locked us up for contempt. Guarantee. I advise you to go watch it. I will put a link in the show notes. Make sure you go check it out. But what I really want to focus on for most of this, the elitists, this is how they are. They don't believe that they are accountable for anything. Taxpayer money being paid to her boyfriend. 
and then him spending it on her going on all kinds of trips. That could be construed as collaterally benefiting from her position of hiring a special counsel. Appearance of it is enough for a disqualification. And I'm going to get on that, what I think is going to happen. I'm not a legal expert. In my profession, my day job that I'm getting close to the end of, I've had plenty, plenty of interactions in the courtrooms, in all manners, all stages of trials. This is an issue. This is a big deal. This is a problem. Because the biggest problem is, is the appearance that it casts over the district attorney's office for Fulton County. But this is how they act. She did not believe that she needed to be there. She even said that this was an attack on democracy that I'm even here. Attack on democracy. What's this got to do with democracy? You are answerable to people of the United States and the state of Georgia. How you spend your money? If they ask you for a receipt, that's that's their right. You need to show that and be 100% open about it. That's not happening. She thinks this is absolutely ridiculous. Every time she was asked a question, she would talk about something else and wouldn't ask the question. Again, any one of us did this. That judge would have thrown us in the, the county jail for contempt. Now, I have to give him a little bit of leeway on this to talk about the judge. I think he was smart enough to know to let some of that go because she couldn't help herself. She couldn't help herself. They tried to dismiss this ahead of time with a motion, and the judge rightly said, hey, look, there's something that needs to be looked at. There's something that needs to be looked at, and I'm not going to be the one that doesn't hear the evidence. He said that he believes that the appearance is no question there. So therefore, let's have this hearing, and they went forward on it. So good for him. Now, the next day after this was all over, oh, one other thing. Miss Willis's father got on the stand. I suggest you go watch that as well. I'll put a link in the show description as well. She had her dad come in to defend her. Now, again, great TV. Great TV. I'm not so sure it helped, but it was great TV. So anyway, that's how I think about this. I just, it's ever-present, the lack of duty, the lack of responsibility that they see and that they feel for their office. And I can tell you right now, this cast a big-time shadow on the district attorney's office of Fulton County. All the fine Americans down there, they don't deserve this. They deserve better. Now, what I think is going to happen, I think there's no question that she is going to be disqualified. Again, you don't have to prove anything. You just have to at least show that there is a possibility or an appearance of a conflict, and that's enough. That they just have to show that this could have happened or even people believe that it could have happened. And when you disqualify Fannie Willis, you qualify her entire office. So imagine what she's been doing in that office. And you're taking, in the last year, six to seven trips, who's working on the biggest case in Fulton County history with a former president being charged with a racketeering charge and 18 others? Who's working on this case if you're not even there? And your lead prosecutor that you hired, the highest paid person in the staff beside yourself, he's on the trips with you. Absolutely amazing. The lack of responsibility that they feel for you. I believe they are going to be disqualified. And I can almost tell you with the way that Miss Willis 
District Attorney Fannie Willis keeps her records, not having any records of any of these travel expenses and all these other things, how do you think the preparation for the trial against the former president of the United States, what do you think that case looks like? It probably looks like straight-up garbage. And I believe that whoever they get to take a look at this case is going to say, yeah, we're not moving forward. We got nothing. Tell me what you think about this take. If you've watched some of the video or after you watch some of the video, I'll put the links below. Tell me what you think. It's amazing TV. People were glued to their screens. It was all over the internet and YouTubes. It was just out there. It was amazing. It was some big time fireworks, but didn't believe any of them. Didn't believe any of them, except for the witnesses that had nothing to lose. They went in there and told the truth. Make sure you swing by kellydefense.com and warhog.com. Make sure you check out the firearms training notebook. Get yourself a copy at kellydefense.com. Also, check out the crew. Check out the crew memberships where you can join like-minded individuals, have Zoom calls with Rick and I, and have access to our entire training catalogs. Be safe and have a great week.